Okay, I get pushed right back, Charlie. Definitely. Thank you very much, Ian Wright. I could take it from here. People deluded. I'm back again. First things first. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night, depending on whatever time zone you guys are operating from. I hope everyone's in good health and their loved ones as well. Hope you're having a progressive week. And whether you're locked in on Twitch or YouTube, appreciative of as usual checking in with my content and things like that. We've got a jam-packed day of content. Shameless plug o'clock, but 7 p.m. because we kick off at 8 p.m. I'll be doing a watch along for Arsenal versus Urich for my football manager heads there'll be some videos probably after this i actually don't remember when they're scheduled i think the afternoon just make sure you got your notifications on because a couple videos are dropping uh i got one on jesus away from the football manager and obviously eddie and ketty and so yeah man your, your your youtube feeds are gonna get spammed in it make sure you're hitting the like button you're subscribing you've got your notifications on you're subscribing and following on twitch as well especially if you've got amazon prime everybody in the comments appreciative and happy birthday to ian wright as well one more time man let's spin that people deluded i'm back yeah. again come on here <laughs> big up the big man righty man but yeah man i hope you're doing well and safe <laughs> shout out the youtube members man appreciative to you lot appreciative davy i hope you're doing well man shout out the americans tuned in as well what's new we're gonna get into it but in relation to myself different day same grind man i know dg stands for deluded gooder might as well be daily grinder at this at this moment you get it but yeah man same ish different grind man you know it's already set, man. Appreciative. I don't know about great. If I am great, it's because you lot are great. Or I'm just the, the face of this platform. The platform is nothing without you lot supporting the thing on YouTube and Twitch. And, you know, in the same way a, a team is a reflection of the manager. If we was a football team, you get it. Like, you lot are the team, innit? So, appreciative. I can see Mudrick coming to Arsenal. He has a mentor in Lama. You know, I can't say that. Lomachenko, forgive me. And I know he likes Arsenal. Give us five years and he can go to Real Madrid. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm having Madrid because we ain't got much. I like what I see. And it's not even a disrespect to him, but people are ga gassing it, you know, overnight or since we've been linked with him. And it's okay not to know a footballer. You know, everybody's an ex. Not saying you or anyone, but everybody's an expert and everyone's convinced that this is a world-class player. I'm not saying he isn't or hasn't got that. I just find it difficult to believe because no one can rise up weaknesses again i know people ain't really hyping up the team because didn't have the best of games yesterday but he's a young lad with a bag of potential if we have done our scouting whether it's him whether it's torres whether it's 
Rafinha again because if he continues what he's doing at Barcelona, we're going to get linked with him again. Pedro Neto. I personally don't care if they come from League One, Sunday League, South America, North America, England, just as long as they enhance the squad and they tie in with what we're doing, man. So I don't really know. Um, it all depends on the price. Now, if if we was all in Shakhtar the next is Shakhtar's uh, position, we'd all do the same thing. You want to sell to the highest bidder. He's been linked with Liverpool, Arsenal primarily, but Arsenal, Liverpool, Real Madrid, United, every bare teams in it. Now, everybody is following him. Just because you're watching him doesn't mean you're moving from everybody is scouting everybody. Everybody's looking at everyone, really. I'd prefer the lad at Napoli, but we ain't got bread for that. So I can't begrudge Shakhtar for wanting to sell him to the highest bidder, but we've seen anything from 35 all the way down to 100 million. And the way they speak about him at Shakhtar, obviously, they just want to sell to the highest bidder. They, they, they full of praise for the lad, you know. They say after Vinicius and Mbappe, I think the guy said Neymar as well. He's the best in them kind of positions, which psh, it's up to you lot to draw your own conclusions. I think he's quality, but I, I don't even know if you're better than the Napoli guy, that KK guy. I can't say his name. So I don't know if you're better than Vinicius and all of these wingers and Mbappe or even levels with the guys that have been doing it longer than you. Some have been doing it for years. But if he's got potential, if he's of the right age, if he, if Arteta's convinced on how what he's like on and off the ball, that is personally enough for me anyways, really. So, yeah, man. Is Ferran Torres a good option? He's Premier League proven. Just because he can play as a false nine. Yeah, I think he's a bit soft, but I'd have Ferran Torres. Minimum of Telemans in Jan or the Porto lad. I hear that. Spurs fans, they were happy to see Saka hurt. They should be happy that he's okay for England. I mean, obviously, most... But let's not do that, you know. Most football fans don't want anyone to get injured. But there's fans that are going to do that same way. There's probably some Arsenal fans happy that Son got injured. We don't advocate that on this platform. Would you go back in for Vlahovic or Locatelli if given the chance? Bro, if we had the op if there was genuine encouragement from Locatelli, from Juventus, Locatelli's advisors, that we could get Locatelli, I'm on that. You know, I'm on that. He can play in that Jacaro as an eight. He can play as a six. He's got an engine. He likes to shoot. Compassable of the right age profile. This is why Arsenal tried to get him from Sweat Solo. But as you know, these guys, you know, especially them Italian guys, they all end up at Juventus, isn't it, really? So if there was encouragement, obviously there's rumours that they want to get rid of him, especially for 30 million. I don't believe it because think about it from a player's point of view. If it was your dream to sign for them teams there, are you going to give up based on a season or two? And it's not, and you don't know if Allegri is going to be there next season, your fortunes might change. By all means, I hope we can do it, but I don't really buy it. Vlahovic, bro, we need a striker with a different profile, in it? So... If there was encouragement, bring them both. But, you know, it'd, it'd be silly from Juventus to give up on them already, especially because they're of the right age profile to tie in long term with what they're doing, if 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 we're completely honest with yourselves, really. Let me put go back for Vlahovic. Bring Locatelli. What's black screen or just me? Oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, don't, don't start scaring me with all that. Don't start scaring me. Wait, let me stop talking. Everyone hear me okay? Are we... Are we cushy in that regards, people? Are we blessed? Please smash the like button if you haven't, you know, black screen. What's going on there? Well, that's put a spanner in the works, ain't it? Are we good? All right, all right. Love, man. I live from Planet X. Big up yourself, my guy, because you've been supporting from very early days from what day. But what I would say is, you know, I've uh, closed the tab and come back in. Or pattern that man so yeah we're blessed we're blessed we're blessed i appreciate that i ain't gonna lie i get anxiety when i hear them sort of things there oh man appreciative 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 big up dg if you had to get one of mudrick or terrier who you picking 
I like Terrier, you know. I think he could he could tie in with what we're doing, but I like what I'm seeing from Mudrick, and he's been linked with us a lot more in it. So bring him to the carpet. But Terrier can play in a lot of positions in the front three. Obviously, he's of the right profile. He probably would be a lot cheaper. Apparently, Renz are willing to depart for 30 odd million. Mudrick, as I said, conservative. They're saying 35. If there's a bidding war and all the English teams get into it, you're gonna do the same thing. No disrespect, but imagine I'm not gonna say countries because I don't want to get into it. But let's just say I live in a certain country where tourism is the biggest influx of how I make my money and whatnot. Let's just say I sell what can I sell? I sell sunglasses and 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 cups and all of them things of this country, you know, uh, key rings and all of them things. Obviously, if someone also from the same country as me comes and tries to buy it from me. I'm going to give them a local price. Obviously, if someone from England, America or any other tourist for that comes here, you're going to put a few percentages on it. And the same thing is about football. You see in the Premier League, the riches, you know, not even just the top six. Some teams that are just about staying in the league have more money than some of the Spanish clubs and all these others. So they want to sell to the highest bidder. So the best thing they could do is get into a bidding war. How many teams has been linked with Mudrik for that for that matter? Beer teams, you know, one minute Nice are actually leading the race. Sevilla there. Right now, if you type his name in, you see Arsenal, Liverpool, City, a few weeks ago, United. And there's probably a hell of other teams that are keeping tabs on the guy. And obviously now that Shakhtar have gone out of the Champions League, there's rumours that they'll get rid of him. If we can bring in Danilo and Mudrik, I'm with that really. I don't know how far 50 million... Um, stretches if we believe rumors and things obviously sometimes when it comes to a transfer budget of 50 million wages or what wages you're going to give to these new players is also factored but as you know also at the same time if you buy someone for 25 million it doesn't mean you've run 25 million up front there's all bonuses and variables and time scales and things you know Barca still owe Liverpool some money for Coutinho it's crazy but um yeah man so it all depends but that would be a good start Zaha and Danilo were set for the second half, Zaha's a myth, at least for now, in my opinion, man. In my opinion, shout out to you lot for being back. Hope it's 50 million from the owner plus club budget. I mean, sometimes we've been told we've got bare money and spent none. Sometimes we've told we have no money and we've spent the bag in it. I don't think we're gonna spend a hundred odd million, but you know, I don't know, I don't know off the top of my head. But when we brought in Ramsdale, like 30 odd, Ben White 50. I don't even remember who else with Tommy Asi was brought. Them side times there, not for the biggest of fees, but it adds up. We spent a hundred, we spent a hundred odd million last summer. We spent a hundred odd million, and you know we didn't get Douglas Louise, we didn't get Telemans, we didn't get Pedro Neto, we didn't get Rafina. These guys were linked with at least twenty, depending on their position, twenty to fifty million. So maybe that money that weren't spent in the summer is being carried over to January. I don't know. Honestly, who knows? In it, the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. We just have to have our little talking points and take every day as it comes really and truly, man. Again, I, I just hope we're scouting Dodds. Juventus shirt, who's got that? <laughs> uh, appreciate you lot, man. Appreciate you lot, man. Lovely talking points as usual. What else? Man said, DG lost out on five bills because of Dortmund. I tell you a lot about this gambling thing. I've, I've won mad money in the bookies. I've lost mad money in the bookies. I don't do the, the betting on football anymore. It's not for the faint-hearted, man. Do you know how many ac accumulators I've seen flopped? My latest one a few years ago, like I was, I think like the second year that Salah was at Liverpool, he just needed to, there was, he was scoring every week, but that one game he didn't score and I missed out on a grand. Every other, I did, I can't lie, I used to do mad things in it, like yellow card. I used to do accumulators, but I used to do yellow cards, certain things in certain halves. And there was what, like all, everything happened. Every, even Arsenal did their job. You shouldn't even be betting on Arsenal historically. Salah just needed to score. 
And I'm so sure he missed a penalty in that game, you know. I'm so sure. It's a long time ago. But after that, I said, no, all right, cool. I'm I am done. I am done. It does make football a bit more exciting. Obviously, don't gamble more than you can afford to lose. It does put a bit of spice behind it. Even FPL, which has nothing to do with gambling, puts a bit of spice in the Premier League for me because you want to see your guys doing well. Like I didn't even see, I didn't I can't lie, I didn't even know in my FPL team last week. I had Ben Me, I had Al Marignon. They did the business. I got Haaland. It's an L, but it's calm. If Rafina don't work at Barca, possibly he might not work with us. Some players who do good with small clubs flop at bigger clubs, not all, but some. I think Rafina would be all right. Premier League proven. We did scout him. Brazilian bias. I'm all for it. I don't... I mean, Barca are capable of anything. But, you know, again, Rafina's talk about, oh, my dream was to go Barcelona and all these things. Would you give up on it already? For me, Rafina still respectfully to Leeds. He still does the things that were praised for you at Leeds, really. Where Barca, you have to retain the ball put better. You need to be better in the final third. You can't just be shooting from 30 yards and doing all that, you know, big fish in a small pond sort of thing. Respectfully to Leeds, because they're a massive club, as you already know. So I wouldn't give up yet. There's a lot he has to learn, bro. Listen, Barcelona, Barcelona by their own standards are rubbed, but there's a massive jump. You're playing at a team now where, historically, the things that got you there are not things that you should be praised for. Tony Kroos and Luka Modric, fantastic footballers. But that's why they're at Madrid. You don't get there if you're not a fantastic baller. In present day, fantastic footballers that are on the, the youngest sort of side with potential. Camavinga, Valverde, Tushimani, potentially Jude Bellingham, Vinicius, Rodrigo. That's what's got you in the room. Same logic with City. Grealish, you're not, you know, if everybody's sick at football, are you sick? Yes. Or are you now average? Because everybody does that now. So what separates you? Man said, come on, Zurich, you're my guy, John Ant, but you're pagan. But I hear it. Locatelli looked decent yesterday for Juventus. Vlahovic looked rubbed under Allegri. To be fair, he's done all right in terms of goals. If we spend all our money on Savic, can we tempt him away from Lazio? Boy, if you put the money down, you can have what you like in this world, isn't it? But again, like you said, you've got to put the money down. We still don't know if we're going to be in the Champions League, Europa League or no football um, in terms of Europe. And there's financial implications for that. I'm not trying to be negative. It's just the season's not done. If if if, if there's any sort of encouragement for Milinkovic Savic, get it done, in it? But that probably is a summer thing, if anything. That's probably a summer one. And, you know, you'd be able to ask him, whether it's Arsenal or anyone, to put pressure because... He's contracted until 2024. It's the last summer they're going to get something decent. They might tie him down to a new deal. He might say, I want to stay. They might sell him next January. You never know. But looking at it without that, you don't sell him in the summer of 2023 because you have a year left on his deal. The writing's on the wall. You're not smart enough to know where I'm going with that. Fire shout to you. Good morning to you and everyone else in a circle. Come on. What a name. 2020 summer spent 200 mil, I think. So there's bands there, but... I don't know, because every now and again, last last January, what, all of a sudden, again, there's however much money for Vlahovic. That came out of nowhere, sort of thing. And playing devil's advocate, are we bidding for guys you know you're not going to get? or And that's where the money thing is coming from? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know, man. So we'll have to see. American Guna, you're far too kind. One love for gifting out community subs as well, man. You're far too kind. Far too kind, man. Far too kind. Keep your opinions in that coming, people. Don't forget to hit the like button and that, people, as well. We're still not at 100 likes, and there's 43 of you lo locked in. And obviously, later today, people are watching Arsenal versus Zurich, so set your reminders and smash the like button. Let's kick the YouTube algorithm into gear. Sunday, as well, is Chelsea-Arsenal. So, again, set your reminders. Same logic with that, people. 
And what's this video? Oh, well, that's, that's a pretty shiesty song. I was listening to that this morning still. So that is it's something to be said with you lot. But nonetheless, don't forget as well, people, to vote for uh, Granite Xhaka and Mikel Arteta. They've been nominated for October's Barclays Premier League Manager and Player of the Month for like I've done my bit. I know some people would say it's a curse, but yeah, man, get it done, man. So yeah, it is what it is. We should save up and buy Musa Diaby in the summer. That brother is the truth. I'd add only one in January, and that's Milinkovic Savage. Right now, it's about adding one or two quality players. I hear that. Appreciate that, Jasper. I'm enjoying being with you. Like, shout out the Polish as well, man. Warsaw and that in the cup. Crazy how much we all connect through our love of football and that. I believe we are definitely going to be in the Champions League next season. We just have to keep up the good work. I hope so. But again, I, I, I'm, I'm confident that we can. But the fat lady hasn't sung it. You know, there's over 20 games left. There's many twists and turns, bumps and bruises. So even though I, I, I don't even like the word expect or assume, I kind of think we're going to be there. It's not over to the fat lady sings in it. I think the only team... Definitely going to be in the top four is City because they're better than everyone else. You can make a case for Chelsea being in there or not being there. As good as Arsenal's form, the same logic. Spurs, they always find a way of creeping there. I hope that the stinky football they play costs them. United are putting together little results as well. Ultimately, everyone apart from City that's part of this top six you know, or, or challenging Newcastle as well, we're fighting for... People can say we're fighting for the league. Fair enough. Mathematically, we might be. But it's a battle of the inconsistent. So there's going to be good and bad moments from everyone. So let's just keep going. Shout out the Israelis as well. I watch your content every day, DG. Great work and content. I wish I could cry, man, but I can't, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, pack. Big up yourself as well. DG, you're letting a band man celebrate against you. There's nothing I could do if he wants to celebrate. It's kind of written in the stars, isn't it? Like, he's struggling to score. You know, we've been here before. It's... Do your thing if you want to celebrate, man. I just hope we batter them 4-1 and you can do all your backflips that you want to do. You just shit died here. Sorry, Abamian. It's agenda FC time now. Hearing because they're back in training, Sambi being moved to eight, meaning we ain't buying in Jan. Ah, listen, we still need to buy in Jan, innit? Because big up Lokonga. I still retain faith. We're going to need every member of this squad, but I'm not trying... Unless, I'm, unless I wake up and you really do look like Yaya Toure... I think the first thing he needs to do is confidence, but eight, really? Or is it just a thing where we're putting him there because El Nene's more mature than him, understands the thing a bit better? Because right now, Xhaka and El Nene work a bit better. Partey and Xhaka evidently work a bit better. You could argue El Nene and Partey would work a bit better. I believe in Lokonga. I don't know how good he's going to be, but if, it doesn't keep, if, if he doesn't progress, then we have to kind of, you know, pull him in for a little chat and say, how do we go about this? Do you go out on loan somewhere? You know, do you, what, what what's going on? Because you're probably not going to, unless you get in the team, you're not going to make the Belgium squad, in it really? And again, if Arteta plays him there, he's got my trust and things like that. He did all right in pre-season. I think it's a long-term six thing once he gets up to speed. But I you want him to be a multifunctional player. But for me, psh, if, if anything happened to Xhaka right now, excluding talking about bringing in a midfielder or two, I would like three midfielders, even with everybody fit, two eights and a six, personally. Xhaka's playing ahead of him there. I'd put Smith Rowe there before him. Odegaard should be the one if anything happens to Xhaka next in line. Fabio Vieira's there. Zinchenko's been playing almost exclusively at left-back. I know in the game he ventures forward, but I'm slapping him there. I'm doing all of that. And, and to be honest with you, I'm probably doing an El Nene and Partey thing or something before I'm giving Lokonga that opportunity. Again, I see three young. want to back him in that. But boy, you know, again, if we're chasing three points, I'd bet on all the others away from them because I know what I'm getting with Xhaka, with Partey, with El Nene and what he brings and, and the rest of them. 
for me, at eight has to be a techie man. And Odic, um, Lokonga's got tech. You know, as a, this is why I keep saying confidence because sometimes he'll show you in a game, he'll drop a shoulder, venture forward and do something. But if I'm devil's advocate now, bro, you're an Arsenal centre midfielder. You should be able to do that. You should be able to do that consistently. You should be able to do break these lines. And if you're what I want from an eight, is he the best at that in the squad? Again, I do think a confident Lokonga, you see some things, but he ain't got the biggest skill set in that role. He's not as consistent. I'm not questioning his mentality, but there's a certain sort of headspace if we're trying to get top four and get three points near enough week in, week out, such as the, the the beautifulness, but also the harshness of the Premier League. Is Lokonga on that right now? I know El Nene is, I know Xhaka is, I know Partey is, and I know what I'm getting with them. I don't know what I'm getting with Lokonga. I don't know if the consistency is there. He might be the, he could play against Chelsea, be man of the match, but then the next week against Wolves, you could be effing pony. And that's not a disrespect. All of these players are trying to install consistency. Look at the age profile. And I hate doing that. But look at it, really. This is the, obviously, even Martinelli, he's shown a little dribs and drabs his quality. But this is the season where he's really come of age. There's really a higher level uh, of, of performance sort of thing. So we're going to have to see how it develops, really, if I'm completely honest with you. Great talking points, man. Xhaka suspended today, so it's going to have to be Sambi Lokonga. I mean, if LNNA is fit and, you know, the, the medical room have signed him off and, or, or, you know, obviously players are honest, but players always want to play. This is why, for me, I never say a player doesn't care because they're always putting their body on the line. Like with LNNA when he picked up the injury. So, in their, if LNNA can look Arteta in the eye and say, away from the enthusiasm of wanting to play and things, are you good? Like, are you genuinely good? Fair enough. Um, because I don't we don't need any setbacks. No point coming back today against Zurich if you're not in the squad against Chelsea. We need El Nene. <laughs> we need that. I hope it don't affect what we're doing or not doing in, in, in January, but we need that. Smash the likes, people, and subscribe. Road to 100 k South London. You're too kind. Don't know why we signed Sambi last summer. Should have signed a player better than Xhaka. I hear that. DG, they're gonna put him as an eight, or he's gonna be an alternative midfielder. We're probably gonna get a winger. Crazy. El Nene and Holding are in the same boat when it comes to quality. They can do a job, but realistically, they need to be replaced. I hear that and I agree, but I would say they're not only because I, Holding's my guy. We all got them guys at our team. They're not very good, but yeah, El Nene, I, I don't think, I just don't think that, you know, El Nene might be a bit rubbed and, and things, but there's a certain level of performance. Holding, I don't really trust him in the back four, let alone the Premier League game. And then there's an element of trust from me, you know. I'm not saying he doesn't play better than this, but I know with him, it's going to be, if we if I put him in for five games, I'm going to get fives and sixes out of ten. Obviously, sometimes better in things like that. Holding, I don't know. I've seen you put in, bro, you pocketed Diego Costa along with Murtasaka, who was finished, and, and Monreal. I've seen him put in some big shifts for us. West Ham um, last season. But I don't really believe in that beyond that, man. And there's... With El Nene, obviously, there's a drop-off from Partey, Xhaka, if they're not there. But there's a certain level of, of performance. I personally think if Ben White don't play centre-half, um, not that Tomiyasu played centre-half, but if Ben White, Tomiyasu, Gabriel or Saliba are not in the team and Holdings there, there's a significant drop-off, really. If El Nene starts, he scores. Inshallah, man. For me, Vieira, Lokonga and El Nene, Partey, if El Nene is not available... I can see Tommy holding Gabriel White, El Nene, Odegaard, Nelson, Fabio, Martinelli, Jesus tonight. Squad player settings. Martinelli's improving, man, and he has improved a lot. When players don't play for a while, we forget their capability. El Nene is a solid player when ahead, but should never play away from that, especially his inability to pass forward. He's cool for the squad. Pardon me. Even if we're in the Champions League, I agree with you. He should be someone that probably should be moved on, but 
I kind of want us to be over-prepared in terms of squad depth next year. And if Elnene can just hang around like a spare part for one more year and we have the ideal world where we bring in a couple of midfielders and we know if a madness happens, Elnene is about, that's what I think we need. In my opinion, Sambi needs a loan probably to play week in, week out and get himself in a certain headspace, man. Respect the fact that you're not running your mouth like other Arsenal fans have been doing. Keep it real, bro. Jay, I appreciate that. But there's a lot of humble Arsenal fans, man. Depends where you're looking. How much time would be needed for Danilo to adjust in an Arteta system? Honestly, I can't answer that because I don't know. But, you know, he could join in January and hit the ground running and be lit. He might struggle a bit. He'd have to improve off the field. He'd have to improve. He'd have to show levels on the field. He'd have to address to what Arteta wants in all facets of midfield, on the ball, off the ball, individually, collectively. He'd be joining mid-season where obviously January, we just need to keep winning games. You would have to give him that kind of scope. And that's with Danilo and Mudrik, as good as they are. You know, it's not like you're signing, I don't know, an Alexis Sanchez in January where Manafa hit the ground running. How many January signings for Arsenal really have hit the ground running? And in the Premier League in general, there is a couple. Obviously, I've put myself on the spot. Um, he's not really doing the business right now, but I remember when Bruno Fernandes signed for Man United. As soon as in January, he was like he's always been there. You'd have to give him that time, really. But if we've done our due diligence, if we scouted him, if we did try to buy him in the summer and we've been keeping tabs, I'm not a regular viewer of, 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 of Brazilian football and that, but anywhere you read and sometimes you watch him, it does look like a case of his head is elsewhere. It's a bit like anyone that was watching Camavinga in his last year at Real Madrid, um, before Real Madrid at Rennes. He looked like his head was elsewhere and he didn't really put in them big boy Camavinga performances. Enzo Fernandez is lit, but he's at Benfica, going to cost a pretty penny, really and truly. Shout everybody, man. There's a ceiling with those players which have been here for years. Big up El Nene and Holding, but the levels need to keep rising, even bench players. Amen. Well gone, Jason. DG, do you think Turner would do a job in the Champions League if needed? I have to assume so. Why was you brought in? Now, no disrespect to Matt Turner. I think he's done well in everything that he's done, but I do think we're in trouble with Holding if, if, if Ramsdale, sorry, gets injured. And if there was a better keeper, like anywhere, you know, I'm a big fan of Bakayo, Saka, Smith-Rowe, all these guys that play, even Gabby Jesus through the middle. If Arsenal can find players better than these guys and bring them to the club, why not? Because that's how you get better. City are not going to bring in anyone not better than what they have or the scope to be it. And that's what you should always be doing. If you've got a company and you've got the best stockbroker, you know, there's two great stockbrokers in the industry and you've got one of the best ones, but there's another one at another company and he's slightly better and you can poach him to your company. Are you not going to bring him in because it's going to get you better results? So you're going to say, oh, you know, uh, this guy, that's what you should be doing. Even the gaffer. I love Mikel Arteta. But if we woke up tomorrow and Pep Guardiola said, you know, I'll try this Arsenal thing, bro. Arteta, big up my guy in a bit. And that goes for everyone and everywhere, man. Our recruitment isn't good enough yet, to be honest. I mean, some Arsenal fans asking for Alexis. Would you sign Alexis on a one-year deal as a backup striker? No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Big up Alexis. I'm sure he you were there when Arteta was there, but it's a myth, bro. We're not forgetting the way he down tools when he wanted to cut out. He's going to not get the wages he wants, but big wages. Respectfully to him, he's been managed by Pep and all these guys. He might look at Arteta like, you're an idiot. I'm not listening to you. Of course, there's a bunch he could give stuff, give a bunch of stuff he could give to players. I would love for Alexis to give all bits of knowledge that he could pass to Martinelli and make him a demon, but no, no, no. And I mean, technically, he's better than um, Eddie and Ketia. But no, nah, he's not really doing much at Marseille beyond that. He's not really done much at Inter. Didn't do much at United. So, if, man, I think Arsenal fans, I'm not saying Alexis isn't lit, but remove what Alexis used to be for us. That's a myth, man. 
Dead that, man. Dead that. Dead that. Immediately. With that mentality, you are fine with Arteta going to Barca if he had the chance. If uh, Listen, I'll never begrudge any player or the manager if they wanted to do things, you know. If uh, if Arteta says, you know what, to dot tomorrow, which I don't believe, but I feel I've accomplished all I can at Arsenal and Barcelona won him, by all means, this is the game, really. Players, managers, you only got one life to live and an even shorter one if you look at it in a, in a, in a sporting cycle. Why not? If you want to go, you know, really. It's Barcelona. It is what it is. But yeah, smash the like button. Not sure about Danilo. Don't like him on the eye test, but I don't have his heat maps, running stats, passing stats, etc. We need one more good striker like Jesus. If we're bringing in a striker and it's not a scouting thing and one of them things, then if it's not better than Jesus or for me, a different profile, there's no point really. Obviously, if you could bring someone that's five foot eight like Jesus and can score goals, why not? But I would prefer a big target, man. Someone like Giroud, who's still doing a madness. I'd rather Giroud return to Arsenal than Alexis, just to humour that question, if I'm honest with you. Someone that can link up play. And for me, it's more away from home because I think we haven't really got that eight that can dictate the tempo of games. We haven't got that when we're under the cost, we can just smack it into a striker's chest. He can win us some fouls, bring Martinelli and Saka and Odegaard and the more technical players into play. I think we do need that in our squad. If I'm completely honest with you. What's this? I feel like we do have Rob Holding replacement in Austin Trust. He's doing all right, man. Better player than I thought. But, you know, playing for Birmingham respectfully, you know, in, in not even half a season is completely different entity from playing for Arsenal Football Club. So keep developing, keep doing your thing. You know, as I said, I don't care where these players are sourced from. As long as they're the right guys, come and do your thing. But where, where Tusty's having a great loan spell, Paternal, Brook Norton, Coffee, uh, Balligan... They're doing what they need to do. They're ticking along. But again, it's a small case study because obviously they're young. We're going off 12, 11 games, which a lot of people are not watching 90 minutes. And then you're asking them to be able to do it for the vast majority of 38 games and the Europa League and the Champions League and things like that. And there's a level of scrutiny that is completely different. What That's why I like all these guys. Skull develop. Obviously, we're going to know if you had a good, bad game or whatever. But if you have a good game, you're not the Messiah. If you have a terrible game, you're not overrated. Just go develop. And I think Lokonga would benefit from something like that, but can't really go right now. Yes, DG, on my lunchtime, doing your thing. Much love, bro. Appreciative to all you lot. Shout out the nine to fivers, man. DG, could you imagine if every player was given the Xhaka type time five to seven years to prove themselves, the squad would look very different. I hear that, but Jacques, let's be honest. Xhaka has had definitely, this is, a uh, you know, his best moments, but Xhaka's just never been as good as what he was projected to be or the talk about being a Swiss Perlo, like Juru said. He's definitely never been a terrible player. As I've said since I've probably started YouTube, he's not as, probably now he is, but he's not as good as Xhaka's sexuals make out. He's definitely not as terrible as some of his haters. And Xhaka's always been a competent player. Like, it's not like Lukonga. So I don't agree with, with all of that. And what I would say in Xhaka's defence, Whatever you have to say about Uno Emre, Mikel Arteta, or, or or Arsene Wenger, they know they know their collective brains individually and collectively know a lot about football more than us. Maybe you know the ceiling is capped with how they're utilizing him, but there's got to be a reason he's played two hundred times for Arsenal. There's got to be a reason that all of these managers have come in, even if Arteta went tomorrow. Jack would probably still be a key part of the team. There's got to be a reason. So, yeah, man. Xhaka is a solid rotation player and someone who was misunderstood. I mean, this is why I've got time for Xhaka right now because, again, his deficiencies have been hidden in the team and it's enhanced his pros and he's doing his thing, really and truly. Simple as that. 
when Wolves get relegated, Neves will go on the cheap end of the season, by my opinion. I'm taking him, but them kind of man, it looks like he's going Barcelona, really. I want to be wrong, but who knows, really? G's DG with the consistent top quality content. I see the new thumbnail, my bro, looking clean. Curtis Shaw and Babs inspired, man. Big up them two. There was a link about Noah Okafor. I see that as well. I'm not really on it still. Like I'll hold my hands up if I'm wrong right now. I, I mean, I'll take these guys if, if this is what Arteta wants, but I'm not really convinced. He's a good player, but I'm not, you're not really adding. You're better than Eddie, so fair enough if that's the bar, but it's not it's another development sort of guy, man. I mean, big up Tavares. I'd love to be wrong about Tavares, but boy, I'll be surprised if he makes it at Arsenal long term. Man, fully twist every word. Someone says when they're being realistic, life isn't some romance thing. Being cool with someone making choices that might not benefit Arsenal don't mean man back it. That Locatelli should be our number one target in Jan. I think that's that one there is a paper hype. If it can happen, get it done. But I personally think that one there is a, is, is a media hype, man. Easy to link us with him. I'm always pessimistic about anything that links us with Italian players or players in Italy. Xhaka to Roma, Lokonga to Torreira to, to, to Fiorentina, uh, the Vlahovic saga, Locatelli saga. Uh, there's probably a few more as well that I haven't said. Look, I tell you, a myth. It's a myth, it's a myth. But the dream is free. The Arsenal is sold separately, man. If there's a will, there's a way, man. Zielinski would be lit, but he can't see that happening. Napoli, again, they, they want serious money for their players, which I can't begrudge them for any of that anyways, really and truly. Let's get into some of this paper talk and all these things. Latest news. And then after that, we'll look at what Mikel Arteta has said in the press conference. Should we start from back to front just because it makes things a bit... Interesting. Let's spin the block again for any other news. Don't look like there's anything new there, but uh in fact, let's just why are we why would I change it? Let's just keep it simple, people. Let's keep it simple. First things first. I'm sure this is probably taken from Mikel Arteta's press conference, but he said, with the position we are in, it demands another level. Mikel Arteta admits Arsenal's surge to the Premier League summit means they will now target better players in January transfer window. Hopefully we've learned from last year. Let's get some players who I don't want to praise them down the lane, but you saw what Kulisevsky and Bentacor. Bentacor's a wonderful player. I really wanted him at Arsenal. Um, same goes with Kulisevsky. Gave them a push. Let's give ourselves a little boost. Because we are asking a lot, and to be honest, are probably a, a tiny bit of overperformance right now from a lot of young players in terms of all the metrics when you look at them. But anyways, Mikel Arteta admits Arsenal's flying start has altered their plans for the January transfer window, with the manager suggesting the table toppers, I love the name of this, must now target signings of an even higher calibre. I mean, naturally, you're not going to bring in players that haven't got the scope to be better or not better than what you have. Think about it. If I run a footballing academy, why am I going to bring in players worse than the guys there? Don't make no sense. But it's just common sense. I think there's a bit of hard to be. I don't know the word, but gassing it up a bit in the, in, in the headlines and that. But Arteta said, with the position we are in right now, it demands another level of player. And as you know, we've been linked with Facundo, Torres and Mudrik. It seems like there's more likeliness to find Torres. Again, you've previously heard Edu and Tony. This is over the weekend, probably to see their willingness to join Arsenal, etc., etc. But it didn't say anything about in talk talks with Orlando. 
we can, you know, that's probably see how much he wants to join, sell the project to him, look at what he would like in terms of wages and length of contract. Then you would need to agree something with the club he's at, really and truly. Same goes for half of these players. But scrolling all the way down, Arsenal already, well, is that it from Mikel Arteta? But yeah, allegedly Arsenal are also working to secure new deals for Saka, Martinelli and Saliba. Arteta has said they're in a good place. The planning of that period is extremely difficult, first of all, because we know the January window, how special it is, the opportunities that you have, the short window that you have. Once you get the player, they are straight away competing. So there's not an adaptation process. And that goes for Danilo or anyone that we're going to sign people really and truly. And obviously, with the position that we're in right now as well, it demands as well another level of player. And that player has to be available. We'll look at everything and see and let's see what we can do. Fair enough. Gabriel has signed a new deal, centre-back that is, and hopefully Saliba, Martinelli and Saka follow suit, really and truly. All three players are under 21. Saka and Saliba have an additional option of 12 months to their contracts, which ends until 2023. Martinelli's contract runs a year later than theirs till 2024, but there's an option of a two years. So you've actually got these two tied down until 2024 and him potentially until 2026. But hopefully we deal with Saka and Saliba before the summer because it will be a pivotal summer for that, really and truly. Mods, please make sure you're on point with the with the spammers. Thank you in advance. Oh, am I still there on Twitch, people? I think so. But yeah, continuing with this, people. Allegedly, Arteta is even is relaxed, even if the negotiations continue beyond the World Cup. Um the contract has to be signed when all parties are happy, are committed and are determined to do that. And the time is sometimes it's determined by the moments, by the feelings, by the individual circumstances. And you have to put all that together and make it happen. But I think we're in a good place, says the gaffer Mikel Arteta people. Uh, this is just the same thing, really and truly. Uh, same sort of uh, same sort of comment. I think this was just reiterating what he said in this article. But apparently Arteta wants a winger to strengthen his squad. Again, Mudrick and Torres are on the radar. Arsenal are also interested in a new midfielder and left-sided centre-back. I would love it, but can we really sign a left-sided centre-back and a midfielder and a winger in Jan? I mean, it's not the most impossible to do, but I hear that. One love for telling me about Twitch people. So, yeah. I think that's the same thing. And he is right about no adaptation process. Martinelli, and again, young men are going to be very naive and say things. And I do like what he's saying, but he needs to sign a deal. This is my club. I want to stay. They just need a pen. Martinelli hands Arsenal a boost as informed Brazilian winger reaffirms his desire to sign a new contract with the Gunners. He will expect to more than double his current salary of around 70k a week. He has two years left with an option of another two years. He has said, I'm very happy at Arsenal. I said it many times. This is my club. I love, I love to be here. I love the city, the club, everything about Arsenal. I want to stay. I'm very happy. They just need a pen. Great stuff. When I knew that Arsenal wanted to buy me, it was one of the happiest days of my life. Fair enough, man. Apparently, the player holds no fears that ongoing talks could become a distraction. And it's not. It's irrelevant. Yeah. When man go on the field, are they really thinking about their contracts? And it, that should make you want to play more because you're either going to alert other teams to take advantage of your delicate situation and maybe try to prize you away. You're putting a bit more zeros. You may be even get more of a length of contract. And you're convincing everyone. I really don't care. I want to stay. I want to score in the next game. Do well and help my team win. Shout out, Martinelli, man. Simple business. I love to hear that. Arteta claims special 7 million player is impressing in Arsenal training. Allegedly, Elnene could make his first Europa League appearance of the season. As you know, he has returned to full training and things like that. I have seen the build-up to the... I have seen the video BT did with Aubameyang and that. 
Hopefully, we give him humble pie. So, yeah, big up Mikel Arteta for, for, for his comments on El Nene. Okafor has been linked with us people as well as Milan. Noah Okafor will be Milan's Champions League rival tomorrow night, but the Resonary, he was and still is one of the market goals of next season. According to the English press, however, Arsenal is today the club furthest ahead in the run for the Swiss with Gabri Jesus, who could leave after just a year. I don't believe the Real Madrid rumours. Um, and obviously, I'm sure Xhaka could give a reference on top of our scouting on, on his fellow Swiss international. So I have to see. What the hell is that? But anyways, obviously, apparently Zaha's contract is running down. He's not. He, he's kind of rejected the first offer. Wilfred Zaha's stance on joining Arsenal with Chelsea as Crystal Palace make feelings clear. Is that a plane? What the hell is that? But anyways, apparently he's still mulling over whether to push for a move elsewhere at the end of the season after being linked with Arsenal, blah, blah, blah. Wilfred Zaha has not made any decision yet on his future. Palace have informed him of the intention to offer a new deal. But in this case, it's only up to Zaha and he has not decided yet. I think he could be an interesting solution for many big six clubs, but he needs to play regularly. He, it's really important for him. As things stand, he could be a free agent next summer and that's a great opportunity for many clubs. But let's see what happens in the next few months, which is true. So, yeah, man, we'll have to see what's going on there. So, yeah, that's Zaha. I'm happy at Arsenal. Arteta insists he's going nowhere mid-links to former club Barcelona. I'm extremely happy. I think Barca now, they're in a really good path. They have a phenomenal coach, a coach that has been an absolute legend in that club and has lifted the whole place. And you have to be very respectful of that. Shout out to the gaffer, Super Mick Arteta and that. Apparently, Arsenal identified Douglas Luiz's transfer alternative after Aston Villa contract extension. Arsenal still want to sign a defensive-minded midfielder after making three deadline day bids for Douglas Luiz. Arsenal will consider a January swoop for 21-year-old Palmeiras midfielder Danilo when the winter market opens in 2023, with technical director Edu ready to back his head coach, Mikel Arteta, with further signings. As we know, we're already at the top of the, the table at this moment. Apparently, it's no secret that Arteta was open to signing another midfielder in the latter stages of the summer transfer window. It didn't work for Douglas Luiz, who signed a new deal. Case closed at this moment in time, read people. Where his partner plays for Aston Villa women. I didn't know that. Apparently, there had been initial optimism a deal could be revived in January when Luiz's value would have plummeted. He signed a new deal. I don't want to hear nothing about Luiz anymore. Um, anyways, Arsenal will now have to explore alternative targets with Danilo firmly on the agenda as club scouts continue to monitor his progress. The Gunners, who reportedly watched him in the recent 3-1 victory over Atletico, um, yeah, over Atletico, have a long-standing interest in the youngster. I mean, can't we bring Endrick, who scored in, a, in another start yesterday? I know we can't get that 16, 17-year-old lad, but he's going to be a serious player. And apparently, and was said to be willing to bid for his services way back in January before speculation once again intensified in August. Again, apparently, there's rumours they're more open to selling him in January. Their, pre their president said in the summer, people, I said he wasn't going to leave and he didn't. I tell you, players of this of this size, important in the history of Palmeiras, I don't make decisions alone. I always consult our coach, coaching staff. If my coach says he can't leave the player, pardon me, he can't lose the player under any circumstances, he doesn't leave. And apparently they're determined to hold on to him. Arsenal are interest, Arsenal's interest in Danilo remains strong and they're expected to launch a move in due course. Although there is a chance a transfer could be shelved until the end of the season when they will boast more financial leverage. He's played 30 matches in the Serie A uh, top flight in Brazil, people. And Palmeiras are on the cusp of winning the title, people. They get three points in their next game. They've done that, really. 
So, yeah, we'll have to see what's going on in that regard. Arsenal are not expected to be overly active in the market, but a winger is also on Edu's checklist, having failed to land a suitable target in the final stretches of the window. The Gunners would like some additional cover for Partey and Granite Xhaka at the base of midfield. Uh, Albert Sambi Lokonga still struggling to get to grips with the tactical demands of English football, allegedly. So, yeah, that's that. In relation to Mudrik, people, I don't know if this journalist is anyone to believe, but he has said Mudrik is very likely to leave the team in January following Shakhtar's Champions League exit. Arsenal, Liverpool and City are interested in the young talent, people. And this article has also said that this article says Real Madrid and Arsenal are interested in Mudrik, people. He is currently the most fashionable young player in Eastern Europe. Real is really interested in him. Arsenal are also really interested in Mudrik. There were also certain contacts with the environment and there are certain informal conversations with the club. However, now all those conversations are irrelevant. The transfer window is closed and everything will be determined by whether Shakhtar will make it to the Champions League playoffs, which they haven't. Um, apparently, this journalist has said, in addition, as far as I understand, Shakhtar is seriously considering the option of re-signing Mudrik's contract. There are three real options. Arsenal, Real and new conditions in Shakhtar then the price of the issue can grow very seriously. I mean, he'd be a bit silly, you know, really, if he, if he did. Somebody said, what did, what's Fabrizio Romano just, just tweeted? Let me go on his account. Oracle, which is Fabrizio Romano. I mean, we, we kind of went over that, but yeah, I think we kind of went over that. But yeah, once again, he said, Mikel Arteta on the January window for Arsenal. With the players that we're in right now, it demands as well another level of player. That player has to be available. We'll look at everything. Let's see what we can do. I mean, I can't expect him to say anything different than that, really. So, yeah, shout out to the gaffer on that one, but seems to be that. Uh, shout out to Medina. Apparently, the Arsenal forward has been granted time off to rest and recharge. We hope she's all right, people. Um, is there anything new where Arsenal's concerned on these little blog sites and that? Probably not, folks. Probably not. On Forgondo, uh, Fabrizio Romano has said, Forgondo is one of the many players that Arsenal are following and scouting. He's appreciated, but it's not something serious yet. He's a promising talent, and there are several clubs in Italy, Spain, and the UK following him. So we'll have to see how that one develops. Once again, people, we're watching Arsenal versus Zurich live from 7pm today, folks, where we'll be doing a watch-along Sunday. Make sure you set your reminders for both. We're watching Chelsea versus Arsenal. So, yeah, that's that in that regards, people. Apparently, Arsenal goalkeeper Matt Turner, too good to be on the bench, says Brad Friedel. Ain't he at Spurs right now? He's trying to talk nonsense. He believes Matt Turner should consider leaving Arsenal. I mean, Matt Turner's no idiot. He consistently says when he talks about Arsenal that I was given no assurances that I'll be starting. He's not an idiot. He's coming from MLS. Ramsdale's better than you. You know you're holding the bench. You know you'll be in the second choice. That doesn't mean you can't be first. That doesn't mean you can't push, you know, but in terms of on the ball, you're not as good as Ramsdale. In terms of a steady pair of hands, even though there's question marks over Ramsdale, you're not that. I think there's a lot of question marks over Ramsdale. Potentially, you could upgrade on Ramsdale, even though I'm a massive fan. I still think he's a class above um, Matt Turner. But I want Matt Turner to push him all the way. Shout out to Turner. So, And he's just got here. like, And he's, it doesn't make sense, really. If he wants to go, fair enough. But this man himself has said... Time will tell if it's the right decision. When you're in the MLS, this is what I'll say. It's hard to turn down a club like Arsenal coming in for you. But when you move and you're as good as Matt Turner, I'd like to think that you would move and you're being told that you're going to be the number one, which obviously wasn't the case at Arsenal. I mean, he wasn't told that. Matt's a heck of a nice guy and a heck of a good goalie. I personally think he's too good of a goalkeeper to be sitting on the bench. I don't know what kind of deal they have with Arsenal or what, 
But I hope if he's not in the team or doesn't look like he's going to get near the team, then they would allow him to leave or go out on loan. And then who the hell is going to be our second and third choice keepers? Don't make sense. Uh, Sylvester tells Tierney to be patient after Mikel Arteta snubbed people. It's true that the manager is using options that we wouldn't guess at the beginning of the season. You know, Ben White at right back and Tommy Asu at left back against Salah, for instance. There's a lot of competition. Tierney is a good player. So, again, it's not easy to deal with these types of situations. But he also has a very good mentality. He just needs to keep patient, wait for opportunities. There'll be a lot of games to play. Tini has been speaking about it as well. It's been tough. I missed preseason coming back from an injury. And the first game I played in was the Palace one. That was the first week of training that I had. I've just been trying to get minutes here and there. So it's been a tough start. But whether I'm first, second or third choice, I'm just going to keep working hard and see where it takes me. Big up the flying Scotsman. Uh, so Alex Ferguson also weighed in on it as well. He said he's shy and so humble. He came here and it took him a while. He had a really bad injury and was away from home, but he's a natural leader. You see how he behaves on the pitch. And when he talks, he says the right thing. And he's exactly what we're looking for. I'm so happy to have him in the team. Sorry, this is Mikel Arteta. What's Alex Ferguson said? Ferguson said, I do think Scotland has some very good midfielders and I'm not sure how they're going to play Robertson and Tierney in the same team. I know there's some situations where they play Tierney as the third centre-back, but the form of... Crazy. So, yeah, shout out, Tierney. Your time will come, man. And in relation to the Europa League, apparently United and Arsenal are both qualified for the next round, but how can they top their groups and which Champions League dropouts away if they come second? which we need to win today. Who could we potentially face? We're two points clear. PSV, a win today should be that. Nothing left. And then you've got United. Oh, just show us the teams, man. Pardon me. If we finish potentially second, then... Pardon me, you're running the risk of Barca. Not only that, the last round of 32, but then you've got Barca, Juventus, Ajax, Sevilla, Leverkusen, Sporting, Salzburg, Shakhtar, the next. Are there possible opponents, people? So win the group, you're good, innit? Win the group and you're good, from what I see there. Mikel Arteta admits it was helpful that he was not the first person to succeed Arsene Wenger. Maybe that's why. Big up Emre, because it's his birthday as well. Happy birthday to Emre. Um as well and it's true because you you always get the you know it's like david moyes under after Sir alex ferguson it's like the first manager after pep or after clock you know or if arteta achieves things you know everything whether you do things right or wrong it's going to be judged if, if arsene wenger used to walk to the right and you walk to the left they're going to say well wenger did this this that did the other so it's almost a bit of a poison chalice maybe that's why he rejected the job first time around or Maybe he didn't think he was ready. He said, looking back, probably it was helpful after Wenger. I don't know. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, it was the right call. I think there are certain errors that you know are going to last forever and we're going to always going to be the coach or the person that was trying to succeed and try to take a lot of things. When he, Wenger, left and the legacy he left for this football club, I hear that. If you look at his curriculum, what he, this is Emre Praise, and what he's done in different countries he's been, how he's adapted, what he's won. I think he deserves a lot of admiration and respect for what he's done. And obviously dumped us out of the Europa League last time. He bucked us in it. So, yeah, that's that. I think that seems to be the latest news, though, people. We're going to let me make a timestamp and we're going to look at what has been said with Mikel Arteta in the press conference. Obviously, we're playing Zurich later. Just before that, though, what are you lot saying? If Turner does his thing in the cups and shows he's worthy of playing first-team football around these sides, he'd get a nice change for him. 
bro, if end of the day, God forbid, something happens to Ramsdale, Matt Turner, that's your chance. So just because, you know, you need everybody pushing, whether you're Lokonga and Matt Turner or your Tini or your Zinchenko or your Eddie, everybody needs to believe they can play. If you don't believe you're good enough to play and you've got things that can help this team in its own way, you need to tell Mikel Arteta, get on the phone to your agent and go do something else really and truly. I agree with you, DG, on Ramsdale. Last season, we were reliant on him to win us games. This season, the team has kicked on. We may not be... Bro, we needed Ramsdale, Ramsdale against Leeds. I'm not going to lie. And some every game, there's going to be different heroes and protagonists. You know, probably everybody was crap against PSV away. Ramsdale let himself down from the corner. But he's been a hero many times. There's been times Saka and Martinelli have been the match winners. There's been times they haven't scored. There's sometimes Gabriel's been a, been a boss for us. Other times, he's Bozo kind of brain farts have, har have harmed us. But that's football. Really. Hey, DG, do you think that Benasha would fit our system? Yep. Should have never left, left this club in the first place. Him, Gnabry, Yunus, Musa should all be at Arsenal Football Club. I know everybody says that about every young player, but yeah, them should still be here, really and truly. And them stop spamming, please. Do Chelsea have an option to buy Zachariah? I think they do. I don't think Arsenal are going to be making many signings in Jan after that FFP chat in the summer. There's always ways to get around them thing there, man. Danilo is a top player. I've seen his performances since we were first linked. I didn't want Douglas Louise. I wanted Danilo, but they wanted to keep him to play in the Copa Libertadores. Smash the like button, people. That Douglas Louise saga was crazy. At least it was over very quick, so we don't have to keep getting linked with him. True. I think Xhaka deserves a new short-term deal, maybe two years. I mean, there was talk of giving him one. Okafor is mid. Been watching him since Basel. Have we fielded El Nene, Sambi and Vieira? I don't even know. Really don't have a clue, man. Tony, Mudrick, Telemans, Danilo, maybe a right back so Cedric can finally go get his coaching. So, yeah, man, we need to get them new contracts sorted immediately where Martinelli, Saliba, Saka, Patano, and obviously young Ethan are concerned as well. And I dare I say Edu as well, because what happened to the contract talk with him? Wasn't he meant to sign a new deal and that? Turner came to Arsenal to fulfil his childhood dream. He's happy at Arsenal. He's technically playing every week. Ah, didn't play last week. DG, long time no see. Hope you're enjoying the season so far. Yeah, but I don't like enjoying. <laughs> you know, I want us to be where we need to be in May. Then I can really enjoy. Because this is all temperamental and, and temporary and all of those sort of things, people. 112 likes. Keep it going, people. One love in advance, people. Fantastic stuff from everybody involved. SMS and Zaha are going to be fire. I don't know. Are we going to get them? I don't know. You know, I really don't know. But yeah, let's look at what Mikel Arteta and Co have said in the press conference, people. Press. Sorry, people. Got to make these timestamps. Hope you lot always are. I hope you lot are checking out my playlist on YouTube where I put videos in there for you lot. And you're checking out the damn timestamps in the descriptions of my video. Do, do you think I want to do this, folks? Makes it easier for you lot. But yeah, looking at what the gaffer has had to say. Keep your opinions and all them things coming as well, folks. Every word from Mikel Arteta's pre-Zurich presser. On the fitness of Saka, El Nene and Zinchenko, we have seen all three are back in training. They are at different stages, obviously. Mo had a long-term injury, but he has recovered now in a really good way and has been training with the team for a week or two now. Alex is just very recent and he's missed two, sorry, and he's had two training sessions. Bakaya has missed just one or two sessions and was fine today. So if I had to make a guess based on that, 
obviously El Nene's been out longer, but you're, you're kind of more believing that you're more likely to see El Nene and Saka in the squad in some capacity than Zinchenko. Um, hopefully I'm wrong and all three are involved. Saka could be available tomorrow, which is today. He is. On whether Saka is getting enough protection. Arteta plays a bit too coy. Clearly not the man. They're not going to stop until his leg gets bust. Simple as that. You know, and he needs to be protected. On whether he will raise it with the Premier League. Not here, though. Whatever I do, I have to do it with them. On Nelson and Tierney's patience. I think it says a lot about them, about their understanding of each other, of each one's role in the team. That changes every week. You're talking about two players in the past. They played matches and somebody was on the bench. It doesn't mean they don't push. Absolutely the contrary. They were really pushing and doing their best to play. But in the end, we have to make decisions and they've been really respectful, as we expect all the players to be respectful where they're on the pitch. On Jesus needing to make adjustments. If he makes three assists in a game, I don't think he has to make any adjustments. I'd be really happy if he were to do that every game. Obviously, Mikel wants him to score goals, but I agree with the premise and clearly he's doubling down. I mean, he 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 rejected. We've over, we've gone over that. But in relation to the Barca comments, he said, "What I can say is that I'm extremely happy and proud to be where I am. Barca now are on a really good path. I think they have a phenomenal coach who is an absolute legend at the club and has lived the whole place. You have to be very respectful of that. Obviously, big up Pablo Maria. It was fucking shit. Pardon my French. What happened to him? But I'm happy to see he's all right and he's on the mend and things. And we're all wishing him a well recovery." On whether he feels he has a responsibility to protect his players ahead of the World Cup, no. Pardon my language. Fuck the World Cup where Arsenal's concerned on Mikel Arte. It's not your problem. Obviously, you want people to be fit. But would you rather Saka help us get top four or beyond or England win the World Cup? I'd rather Arsenal do stuff. I know people disagree with that. but And that's not just for Saka. That's everyone. What you lot do with your countries is your business. We need top four minimum. He has to play his players, bro. Man can't be going, oh, yeah. I can't start Saka because he's a bit tired and the World Cup's in a couple of weeks. Dead that. Forget that. We need three points. We need to keep doing what we're doing. Every day, I feel the responsibility to protect them, obviously, to guide them and to get the best out of them. But they're playing for Arsenal. And at the moment, that's what they have to focus on. When they are playing for England or the other national teams, they need to focus on the national team. This is what we have to do. Oh, not that Mikel Arteta has much experience of international football. I had to. Sorry, Gaffer, but your facts, not that I do either. But on whether any of his players are starting to focus more on the World Cup, no, and I don't want to notice any of that. Naturally, as we tick on to the World Cup, of course people are thinking about it, but it doesn't help. You might not go to the World Cup if you don't do the business for your country, your club, sorry. So you can't do it for your country. On whether he will field a strong team tonight, people. I don't approach games thinking that after an hour or 45, we will get the result that we want. But certainly, I will have a really competitive team out there. We missed a chance in Holland last week and Thursday is the last opportunity to achieve our goal. So maybe it's a strong team. People get pulled off after 60 minutes or whatever. Had we have done our, biz our business in, uh, um, in, the, in last week against PSV, probably would be a heavily rotated team. On whether we will be supportive of play, of playing some friendlies during the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, there's rumours that Arsenal might have a friendly before we play West Ham on Boxing Day at the Emirates. And you'd imagine in Dubai, one, two games are going to be patterned. Yes, we will have friendly matches for sure. Keyword matches. We, we, we are arranging them. We need to because we're going to have 10, 11, 12 players here and we need that competition on preparation during the World Cup. Yeah, they can, but it's an element that they're not going to be able to control what is going to happen at the World Cup with your own players. But certainly with the players that we have here and what we do, it's like another preseason before we get into a season. And I, ironically, that could be something that really helps a lot of players, if I'm honest with you, really, you know. Because, you know, the guys that have been playing catch-up, Vieira, Tierney, 
a little bit Zinchenko, Fabio Vieira, if I didn't say that. People who were kind of injured in pre-season, you've got an opportunity to do something there, really. So we'll have to see how that develops. Rance, one love for the raid. Back next week, where Rance and Matisse are concerned. If you're not, I can't imagine you're not following either one. But if you're not, you know what you need to do, people, in that regard. But yeah, continuing this thing. That's what he said. On the decision to take Saka off against Forrest. Bro, my man was limping, innit? It's encouraging that he played on for a sec. But the conversation was about whether he was in or if he was out. But in between, we cannot have him playing five, six or seven minutes. If you're on the pitch, go sit on the floor and get off. And that's what it's about. On whether Saka was put was trying to push through, he tried, bro. You think man want to come off for no reason? He tried that. Like, between his ankle and his shin, he got kicked. But, you know, when God favours you, and we've got Mohamed Jesus and all these biblical names in the team. Saka's back again, really. And back in full training, we was all shook in it. Ironically, I don't want Saka to play today. Rest that young man's legs and we go again on, on Sunday. If we need him to come on or start and win the game, fair play. But respectfully, if we can't beat Zurich and you man say it's your goal to top the group and we're ready for it. If you can't beat Zurich without Bakayo Saka, respectfully to them at home, there's problems. Big problems, you know. You got Nelson there, you got Enketia, you got people chomping at the bit to want to play and do well, and them things there. You should be able to get it done for sure. But we had to make a decision and we couldn't delay a situation like that because every player, every minute, sorry, that a player is not 100% to play, it's costing the team, and we have to make those decisions quickly. On Saka wanting to play on, we're using our brains and our common sense. But obviously, he had a kick and wasn't comfortable. We made the decision to take him off, and now he's feeling fine. We'll assess each individual as it comes. On his balance in his team selection with regards to Chelsea on Sunday, it's a challenge, but we've been trying to load the players pretty equally over the last five or six weeks because we have been playing every three days and we have managed to do that. You have seen that we haven't repeated too many blocks of four games for certain individuals and we'll try to continue to do that to get everyone as fresh as possible with enough rhythm heading into the game. Uh, we've got a day's less preparation, but it is what it is. We know that. And playing in the Europa League, we know that this can be an issue. And that is, it is a very early kickoff, which is a little bit unusual when you play on a Thursday. But it is it is what we have. And we just have to get on with it. On how he'll watch the World Cup, we'll be together having another pre-season. And for, long, and for a long period, we'll be away from London. So we'll be together supporting our players. He then spoke on how El Nene's return will allow Sambi to play further up the field. That situation arose because we had Partey out, then we had Mo out, and we had to adapt the position of Sambi because he was our most natural player to do so. Now, with Mo coming back, we have another position open. Or, or not, because one man back could mean even less game time for Lokonga. But right now, Lokonga isn't smart enough off the ball to be playing as a six. And I don't know if he has the minerals to play as an eight, but maybe playing him in that Xhaka role, he's not going to do Xhaka stuff, but it will give him a bit more freedom. So, yeah, it is what it is. In relation to the preview of this game, people, the last time we met, we obviously, since since we last met, better yet, having gone into our match day one encounter and still searching for a league victory after seven games, it took Zurich until last weekend to finally taste success in the Swiss Super League when they beat Sion 1-0. And they head to North London with back-to-back -back wins after beating Bodo Glint 2-1. So they should be full of confidence, really. That means that, and again, they're playing for pride. They've got nothing to lose. This is a good day out for them. Any time in life when someone's got nothing to lose, there's an element of fear. Do not get it twisted. We need to be wiping the floor with these lot today, keeping the optimism going, confirming the group. You know, I'm sure like, you know, Rance raided the channel. I'm sure United fans want to top their group. No one wants to play any extra games than you need to in a mad fixture calendar list. Advance to the last 16, not buck the European Champions League failures before you need to, really. 
Um, so yeah, people, it is what it is. That means they're rooted to the bottom of the league, six points adrift of their nearest rivals, and having gathered just nine points and nine goals so far, that saw manager dismissed in September. Well, yeah, it's been a you know skipping past that. It's been a it's been a turbulent period. They've lost all four of their first four. They've lost all of their first four Europa League games, including conceding ten in two games against PSV. They did beat Glint, and it gives them the chance of sneaking into the Conference League with a positive result at our expense. So it's not that they've got nothing to play for. They could I completely forgot about the Conference League. Apparently, you know, they're now playing a three-four-one-two for all the goals he's conceded. Apparently, their keeper is a good keeper. Fair enough. Well, I'd... that people, this is a bit irrelevant. But as it stands, ten points. Technically, we could, you know, we need to get something from this game. We could still finish second. Hopefully, you know, Glint do us a favor and beat PSV. So it's almost irrelevant. But we need to be on on job. We've already seen these comments. Their manager said, obviously, Arsenal are the big favourites tomorrow. However, we are not here to see the sights. We'll do everything we can to win. I believe in my players and I'm convinced that tomorrow we'll do everything we can as a team to create an upset. And at, at their place, we was all right, but it weren't the most amazing of performances. They seem to have a couple of injuries, people, as well. We have won all seven. We have won all seven. Of, of our matches against Swiss clubs, or we have won all seven of their matches against Swiss clubs. I don't know what English that is, but the most games we've played against teams from a particular nation while winning each time. Zurich have only won one of their 17 away games in major European competition. Zurich have lost all five of their away matches against English sides in Europe, conceding three goals per game on average. So we need to be easy. But the last time they lost in, in such circumstances, oh, too crazy. Arsenal was lit them times. You was called a glory hunter for supporting Arsenal them times in primary. Crazy. We have kept a clean sheet in each of our last three home matches in Europe. Our longest run since a five-game stretch between 2018 and, uh, well, November 2018 and April 2019. We have lost just one of our last 19 group stage games at home in major European competitions, winning 15 during three, while we have lost e while we have won each of our last five. Keep that up. That's the referee for this thing. So, yeah. This will be the third time we have faced off against Swiss opposition on home turf. You know, Xhaka's not going to be involved because he suspended people. So, yeah, it is what it is, people, where that's concerned. Where's Martinelli's comment? Shout out Mohamed Del Nene back in training and that. Where's Jesus? I said Jesus. Martinelli's comments. Didn't Martinelli do the press conference thing with Mikel Arteta as well? Bit disappointing, that. Part A stunner um, is up there for goal of the month. Nominate that I've already voted for Granite Xhaka and Mikel Arteta for player manager of the month as well. We're gonna put I'm gonna put my vote in for Xhaka. I mean for party in a sec. Martinelli on goals, targets, and World Cup hopes. Well, you need to be getting double figures and you're flirting with it, but you know you're good enough to to get it really. So let's see what you got in 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 your in yourself, people. So, anyways. Hey, Martinelli said, I'm not going to tell you how many, but before the start of the season, I was talking to my dad and I said I was going to score this amount of goals and get this amount of assists. So I always tried to have a number in my mind and try to achieve it. I'm doing well so far. I hope at the end of the season, I'll reach those numbers. I came from a small club in Brazil to play for Arsenal, so it's a big step. And I knew I had to change a lot of things to improve and play here. I knew that since day one, I've always tried to do the right things with my diet, do what I needed to do in the gym. So I always try to improve. Even today, I know I have a lot of things to improve and I'll try to be at my best. Big him up, man. He's then spoke about the World Cup hopes. We talk about it and all of us want to be there on the list and play in the World Cup. All we can do is work hard here at Arsenal and try our best to be on the list. 
It's announced on Monday. I I think you got more. I, I I'm more hopeful on Gabriel Jesus and Mar and Gabby Martinelli than actual centre back Gabriel. I think he's going to miss out. But it's announced on Monday. What else can you do? I need to wait. I cannot call the manager an arc, so I will wait at home with my friend and keep my fingers crossed. And he spoke about texting Pablo Marie, who unfortunately, you know, was a victim of a, a mad thing in Italy, a stabbing. It was a terrible situation. My girlfriend texted me after the PSV game and I texted him straight away to ask how he was. But I think he was without his phone, obviously. A few days later, he called me and we talked a bit. He's fine at the moment. I hope he can play and do what he loves. I was so sad for him and disappointed because this is not what you expect for a friend of ours. Again, especially someone with their kid and wife buying groceries. So we hope he's all right. However, he's fine and that's the most important thing. So that is the most important thing. And with that... That is the press conference-ish people. So, yeah, man, smash the like button if you haven't done such already. That seems to be that. Let me type in Arsenal online as well, see what else filters up. But apparent, apart from Mudrick and the things we've spoken about, it's myth, it's a myth. Hmm. What's this? So Leicester have been linked with Enzo Lafitte and Hossam Awa, and they're seen as replacements for Telemans, who's evidently linked with Arsenal Football Club. I right, big up Sandro as well, man. Zaha would be a lit signing, but I feel like he'll be able, he'll be one to create a toxic environment when he doesn't get his way. I don't, I disagree. I don't think so. I'll try him, but I don't think so. Chelsea are shook how times have changed. I don't know who's shook. Seeing Nelson's performance against Forrest just made me so happy for him. If he can play like that for us most weeks, a new deal could be on the card for him. He took his chance. Like you said, if at this rate, we could have four or five men ending their season with double figures. Love that. Hopefully. Remember when Gerard was talking about Saka being able to hack it? Bros, now Gerard's going to have Christmas off. Pussy off. Loved him as a player. Absolute twat of a manager, really. Like, you got a worse record than Gary Neville Valencia. You need to be doing up, uh, you know, you need to be a flipping pundit and things in the World Cup. What are your goals you want to reach by May DG outside of Arsenal? Oh, that's a question that threw me off. By May? I don't really think my goals that I want to do can be achieved by May, really, but I just want to keep improving in everything. Now, FFP isn't a problem. If we don't get what we need in January, it'll be on the owners and the board. I hear that. FFP was all fake. Fair enough. DG, hearing about Chilwell's hamming injury, England slag got an injury crisis. Well, Reese James, Chilwell, obviously, Saka this and that. Probably. And it, I mean, I saw a video. I don't know if it's true, but apparently Chilwell is saying to Mount after the game, like, it's popped, it's popped. That's crazy. DG, how are you feeling about the season so far, bro? Well, as an Arsenal fan, you can't help but feel happy, isn't it? We're doing what we need to do. We're near the, the, the part of the table you want us to be, but there's still a lot of work to be done. We do want us to keep better clean sheets. Want us to We're making improvements in all these regards. We're on the right direction, you know, but want us to keep more clean sheets. Want us to kill games and perform a bit better over 90 minutes. We've got a young squad, but I want our attacking players to be slightly more clinical. I want our defending players to get that added bit of focus. Need everyone to stay fit bit wary about the, the 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 depth of the squad and if there is an injury crisis and ultimately 
nothing's been achieved yet. You know, we, I like what we're doing, but we're not in May. When we're in May and by God's grace, we're in the Europa League final, FA Cup final. For some optimistic Arsenal fans, if we could ever be league crowned Premier League champions, fair enough. But for me, top four thing, keep doing what we're doing. A lot of things that I wanted to see at this football club within the last 18 months and this season, everyone's doing what they need to do. Collectively, people are shining, people are pushing for places. When other players are getting chances, we're doing our job. You know, prior to the game we played recently against Forest, we was a bit flat. We kind of returned back to against Forest, what we saw at the start of the season, although we didn't necessarily kill that game in the first half. So you can't not be happy, in it. But again, we've been here before. Like, we've been not as good as this, but the season last year, we were, we were en route to getting top four. Emre, en route to getting top four, but we didn't get it. So for me, May, in it. I don't really care about losing battles against teams as long as you win the war. There is going to be wobbles across the season, but... I need to see whether it's first, second, third, fourth, Arsenal's name, Champions League or the players. The technical director got a lot of time for the gaffer, but the gaffer, bro, there needs to be a serious inquest. Serious inquest. So I've got no complaints. I can't ask for nothing more. I mean, apart from what I've just said and the obvious. I want us to score a bit more. I know that on the pay on paper, the goals have kind of been spread out, but I'm a bit wary. You know, I want Hazes to start scoring. I want Saka and Martinelli to keep doing what they're doing. As long as Xhaka gets in the box, do your thing. Part is actually hitting the target. It's a dream, but we've got to, we just got to keep going. We've achieved nothing. And I want us to get into a scenario where the things I love that we're doing and the things that um that we that the things I love that we're doing and the things I praise for, praise us for, it needs to become a minimum because we're never gonna be near City anytime soon. But City's the guide point. A lot of what Arsenal's doing well. You admire City for it, but you don't praise them for consistency, for grinding out wins when they haven't been good, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's the territory long term I want Arsenal to get into. So we're not there yet. So we just have to keep going, man. But you can't not be happy about what's going on right now, really. Anyone that's vexed about Arsenal and that, either or not, Arsenal fans all got some hidden agendas, man. Hopefully in January that you know we do what we need to do supplement the squad with a midfielder or so. Don't get gas because people are coming back from, from injury. Don't let form of certain players or collective or collective form make you put the, this team on a level they're not or certain individuals because there will be wobbles. There will be a normality of performance and there will be an element of how good can you be at your worst to get this thing over the line. So let's keep moving in this direction. But we ain't done nothing yet. It's not over. But yeah, man, and it's enjoyable to flip and watch us again. Like, actually playing decent football again, man. Bloody hell. Didn't think we'd get it. Still got a long way to go, but yeah, man. <laughs> Finally, there's some light at the end of the tunnel, man. There's some light at the end of the tunnel, man. I can't complain about nothing. I'm a happy, I'm a happy as Larry, really. If I'm completely honest with you guys. Man said, boss. <laughs> I keep forgetting we got Smith Rowe to come back, and I think that's going to be big for our squad. It is, but... We still need other players, man. And I miss Smith Road. This is the only that's the only mark on the season. It's like, bro, super sub, pushing for starts. And there's problems now. You know, on the best of days, I always say I wish we could play 12 players because Smith Road, Martinelli, not everyone could play in it really. But we need a squad and we're getting some decent players. Still need to get some depth in other areas. You know, long term, I think if you know, if you find if you find a center back that's of the same sort of early 20 development stage on the left-hand side, then fair enough. But I would like a cup price guy that doesn't necessarily need to look, already gone through the education that 
Ben White, Gabriel and these young defenders Saliba need to go through. Someone that's an exception. Someone that's been there, done it, wore the T-shirt and can just be used in the squad. I would like that. Still wouldn't mind a left-back and right-back, despite the versatility on the left-hand side and Ben White making it his own. If you could find a striker that's of a similar profile to Jesus and Eddie, but better, then bring that. But I would like a target, man. Obviously, there's a winger. And even if everybody's fit, I would like three midfielders, two eights and a six. So that's me in it, but we're not going to do all of that. Shout out Austin Tusty. So what do we know about Mudrick? What do you know? Smith Rowe like a new signing hype. Probably will be, but bring other dons. Man said, big up DJ. I see the Juventus jersey in the bin today. What, what Juventus jersey? What, what? Hopefully, Sambi can finally leave that sixth position to Danilo. What, to be fair, whether he plays as a six or an eight, there's still certain elements he needs to improve. Our front four on track to double digits in the league. Used to pray for times like this. A man said, big up, deluded. We did y'all a favour beating City for the title race. Now, Arsenal in the title race? I haven't checked the league table, so I wouldn't know where we are. We just have to keep working hard. Now, do us a favour and beat Chelsea for our top charges. I'm not going to lie. I think Chelsea might do us, you know. I don't want to be that guy, but kind of had their number for a hot sec now, innit? I hope not. You know, I'm not going to... Well, I definitely prefer beating Spurs to Chelsea, but that's the next one, innit? I definitely want to top them up. But form goes out the window. And as an Arsenal fan, I've seen us play them in shaky form. Us be the team in shaky form, them the team in wavy form. It's written in the script of Bamian scores, but hopefully we beat them 4-1 and he can he scores a consolation and does as many front flips, back flips, ballerina crap as he wants. For real, we seem to be confident in beating Chelsea, bro. It's early kickoff, a day's less rest. You know, they might be a bit inconsistent under Graham Potter, but I do think fantastic, you know, off the ball sometimes we're not following runners. From set pieces, they have Graham Potter's got them doing some good set pieces, in my opinion. The movement, you know, from their front men, like if you watch the game against Salzburg, I know it's not Zagreb, sorry. I know it's only that, but Sterling and, and, and Abamian, etc. Abamian's struggling in front of goal. End of the day, if you want top four and beyond, you need to be going into games like this. And for me, it's been a bit mixed when we played the top six. Obviously, there was a lot of positives to take from the United game, but fundamentally, it says Man United, Arsenal, L. Like, you can't go through the season in May and say, oh, but, you know, you can obviously, but we was good here. We was, you know, that, that loss was better than that loss. You still lost. You know, we done well at home to Liverpool, done well at home to, 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 to Spurs. Away from home, it's a bit, you get it. And we still got a lot of away tests. You still got to go to the bridge, the Etihad, Anfield, you know, Brighton, Pierre Effries. We did well against Palace. We did well against Brentford. We failed against United. Let ourselves down at St Mary's, which is another shaky ground for us. Need to do whatever. Hopefully we have their number. We've got a suicidal high line as well. Definitely going to hurt us away from home. Again, they, you don't want to be in a foot race with Raheem Sterling, Abamia and, and everybody else. And Arteta is no idiot. He knows this. He has to find some sort of way to try and mitigate against that. And hopefully he has done. And hopefully we get a positive result. Writing game again, not televised. Yeah, midweek. EFL Cup settings. DG, my brother, we are going to win on Sunday. We need it more. Got to believe in your team. Where did I say I don't believe in my team? But I know football matches are not just one with saying positive gobbledygook. It's one on the football pitch. Arteta has to have learnt from the United game. I hope for, I hope so. I hope the players as well. Liverpool fans asking Arsenal for favours, how times have changed. There's still a lot of football. Things can still change in that league table. Chelsea got some injuries coming to the Sunday, but can see a draw as a bare minimum. 
Boy, when we beat them last season and then United the next week, and I think West Ham, did we beat them when we had mad injuries? Did we beat them with probably what you would say at the time, the strongest team? Probably not. So, it, it you know, you not that you want to hear people are injured, but it gives you some sort of confidence. But you still got to go out there, do the job. Don't behave like things are, are, are wrapped up, really, because the table, no one's clear of anybody. You know, five games, five positive, five shaky bad games from Arsenal and five positive games from other people. It, start, it starts looking different. It's a long season. It's a marathon. There's going to be many bumps and bruises. St. James's Park. No one wants to go. No one wants to welcome them to their place, let alone away from home. And again, another ground when crunch time was on, like Shy Heart Lane. We 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 collapsed ourselves. I am doing a watch along, my broski. Uh, that will be at 7 p.m. today. There you have it. Zurich versus Arsenal. Had to try try plug Reese Nelson in this thing, put him in the thumbnail. And then obviously Sunday. We're playing these pussyos. Yeah, Cucurella, isn't it? Who else could they play? Cucurella, who else have they got? That's eligible to play left back. Maybe some random Cobham mute, but injuries with Chilwell, etc. But again, I hear injuries and it gives me confidence. If I'm a Chelsea player that can't buy a game, this is my chance to, 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 to sign myself. Same goes for any other club. Oh, I hear that, man. I, listen, I believe, but I need to see it, man. And I still believe Arsenal have that element of we're our own worst enemies. We still have that capitulation within us. We let we, we make things hard for ourselves. The Southampton game, the United game. We didn't start the United game well, and then we, we got zanged for the goal, but we scored against the, you know, we, we scored against the run of play. Then there was a period, I'd say, when it was 1-1 that we looked like we could win it, but we still need to play better over 90 minutes, if I'm honest. Liverpool, we did everything great. But again, you need to cherry pick and that's the only way to get improvements. There's no point waffling the fact that you beat uh, beat Liverpool. How can you take the good from that game and make it great? Following runners. Didn't follow Darwin Nunes. Didn't follow uh, Diaz. Again, transition, especially when we break against teams. Half our issues come from the defensive transition. The penalty against Spurs is seven players in the midfield after Saka's lost it on the edge of their area. It's seven against two with Spurs. How have they managed to get over there and score? I'm not blaming individuals, but this is the levels. Don't mistake, take nothing away from how we started this season and what we're doing, but don't mistake what we, we've earned that, but don't mistake this for thinking we're of a level we're not. We've got a long way to go and we're on the right direction. The sat-nav is on, we're driving in the right way, but that destination is a long way away. May's a, a hot minute away. So we're just going to have to learn and do better, man. Just keep pushing ourselves. Don't, because I do think at a period prior to the, the Nottingham Forest game, even though we had one loss against PSV where we're still top of the group, as you know, we, 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 like Ramsdale said, we needed to get back to basics. And it felt like, I'm not going to say players believe in the hype, but players think we've done something. We haven't. I need to see that same hunger that you started the season with. In fact, the same hunger that you was doing in pre-season. Of course you can't win every game. Who said that? Come on now. Like, not, 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 not to gas myself, but do I look like someone who can't comprehend that? Do I look like someone who hasn't ended, who hasn't said that? I've literally said there's many bumps and bruises. You lot have heard me say consistently, if you cannot win, don't lose. Of course, I'd love to win all of the games, but you can't. I'll take a point against Chelsea. Of course, I want to smack them, but I'll take a point and then go and move to Wolves. That's at, at, at Southampton. You can't win them all. And we can say all of that and it sounds good, but that was a game that could have been won. <laughs> that was a game that could have been won. Brilliant for 45 minutes. Amazing for 20. But again, when you don't kill games, when it's 1-0, you give people hope. 
that is what I didn't see in a nice way against Nottingham Forest. Clearly, they did they, they, they we did well in the first half against Forest, got the goal in that, but there's still some sort of optimism. Second half, gears went up, many moved into savages. Arsenal, the best team when it's nil nil. We really have to take our chances early. Abamian must not kick off his goal scoring form from the Arsenal game. We need to bury, we need to bury this game early, like how Brighton did, by God's grace, man. But again, if he's demanding a serious uptake of performance now they got you know they probably got a day off probably watching the arsenal game probably doing their stuff in the analytical room you know what it means to the fans graham potter has our number on the best of days and he's been showing that back into the europa league days so let's move to them what is your aim for us you need to be in champions league football and you need to go as far as you can in the europa league and in the fa cup obviously the league cup we ain't, i ain't seen us win that in my lifetime but if you can do your thing but I want to get to the final of the Europa League. Why are we in it if we can't get there? You know, I want to, I'm an Arsenal fan. We've got a fetish, a bit like United fans. We've got a fetish, two most successful clubs for, for the FA Cup. We've got a fetish for that. And top four, that was the priority the club set out. You don't, top four is the minimum. You never, you can never say with trophies, but if you don't achieve these things, there has to be question marks. Improving, exactly. I always say, I don't think we're a good defensive side. We're an improved defensive side. Respectfully, not to belittle our team. Top four in the trophy. I hear that. You know, if you don't get top four, but you get your old league, if we capitulated from now and, and done that, I would have question mark. If you don't necessarily win your old league and you qualify for the top four, why did we assume him? Because you'd have to go out. We bottled the latter stages once again. But I right, starting to build upon. FA Cup, again, if you win the FA Cup but don't bring Champions League football, I'm not necessarily going to be happy, but we'll have to see. Be greedy, man. We need to be savages on the score sheet regardless of the team. Exactly. And we just need to keep doing what we're doing, man. Everyone try and win their individual battles and take care of the collective and we should be all right. Martinelli versus team players that, you know, holding. An aging motorcycle. We've seen them put in performances when the world is onto them and don't think they're going to do anything. So it all depends. So for any technical difficulties people are facing at this moment, we'll have to see exactly what's going on. Top four in a trophy, I'd say. I think we're actually good enough for a trophy, but actually winning it is a different story. You said it there. Winning it is a completely different story. We should be able to cook them down that left-hand side. It's true. But then again, if you're Graham Potter, you're no idiot. You're going to find a way to mitigate against that, against that. And I want to beat them. Fair enough, but uh, humble pie. You know, Mendy's in goal. Can we ask questions? Is it how? Where's his confidence? You've been dropped for Kepa. He's injured. Where's his confidence? And any time, you know, I know we've won the English Super Cup Community Shield um, and the FA Cup, but any time you can win trophies, it creates a mentality. Look how many, regardless of what Pep's done in the final of the Champions League, he's got to. How many, it feels like every year they win the League Cup. And I'm sure Liverpool picked up a trophy before they actually won their, their first Prem in 30 years. I could be wrong. But yeah, man, it is what it is regarding that. Works is being said here. Let me type in Arsenal once again online. Spin the block. Still Mudrick stuff. It's getting a bit boring hearing about that. 
Don't forget to vote for goal of the month for Arsenal fans. Partey's been nominated. Nominated. Jack has been nominated for player of the month. Pardon me, Mikel Arteta has been nominated for manager of the month. Hopefully, November is still that kind to us as well. October, we got over the line sluggish in many, but we ended it on a high against Nottingham Forest. Just have to keep going. Danny Mills is getting that Arteta. You're a dud, man. Henri, you should never have ripped him, man. This guy, Danny Mills needs to needs to heal, man. What's wrong with you, bro? I understand you, you have to do the clickbait, but yeah. Champions League, day one, you're right. So yeah, Champions League. Even before the champs, I'm sure they picked up a League Cup. I might be capping, but I'm sure Liverpool picked up a League Cup before the, F, before the Champions League. Obviously, they've won the FA Cup recently and obviously the Prem. But again, these players, like Arteta, they haven't done it. They're trying to do it. So anytime we can win and, 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 and spark that, that's what we need to do. Let me see. Liverpool trophies. One. Oh, they didn't win Europa League. I remember them holding an L. Where's Jurgen Klopp, bro? Because the quickest way is just to go on Wikipedia. Go on this guy's honours list. If it loads. No, so I stand corrected on that still. But yeah, they won the chance for the Prem. Yeah. Just have a why do I just have this image in my head of Liverpool holding at, at Wembley the, the League Cup, probably from last season. But nonetheless, yeah. Man said Carl in 2012. They lost both. They lost the Katyaba and Europa, then lost the Champions League before the L's, man. But that gives you it. And I have to shout Liverpool for beating Spurs, you know. Because <laughs> that would have, boy, we would have had nothing. Where I remember telling my brethren, listen, stadium, this and that. Had Spurs have won that champ, that, that Champions League, you said, L. Technically, they could do it this year, lol. But nonetheless, it is what it is, man. It was champs first. So, yeah, man. I would love it to be like that. I mean, hopefully the footballing gods bless us. We're in the Champions League next year. Somehow we fluked that. Dennis, how this club... In my head, we won it in 06. We need to restart the game. Barca need to get done for match fixing and just run us our trophy, man. Never forgive them for that. That was a L. Liverpool fans for the weekend versus Spurs. Anyone playing Spurs, I'll support for 90 minutes, man. We never heard the end of it, man. Been watching Matisse lately and it feels like Chelsea are genuinely worried about us. Feels like for the first time in a while, we're generally moving in the right direction. I hear that, but, you know, with respect to your, yourself, myself and Matisse, got nothing to do with us. We're fans. It all depends what the Chelsea players and the management staff and likewise Arsenal are saying. I hope Spurs just go out, whoever they're playing, bro. All it is, Arsenal fans, stay humble, man. Obviously, I want to beat Chelsea, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't necessarily care beyond the fact that we've dropped points. I'll, man can have their bragging rights. All I want is Champions League football next season. As I said, don't care if it's first, second, third, fourth. Do it. Make sure this, this goes to the end. Or they Rightly so. There's been new contracts. There's been money spent. People have been here for a while. There has to be question marks over what people are doing. Do you think Smith Rowe and El Nene coming back will stop Arsenal signing a new midfielder and winger? Hope not. If Spurs won the Champions League after Baku, I would have stopped following football. Moving correctly, but it ain't done yet. Let's see. The Chelsea fans look shook, but a derby's a derby. It's going to be far from easy. Now I want Spurs staying in for a while. Fixture congestion. I hear that, but I want them out, man. 
the the quicker that Spurs are mathematically well, physically unable to win a trophy, the more the quicker the bands can fly in it. Simple as that. I, I hear you on the on the fatigue thing, but now nah, man, they bloody celebrated against Marseille like they won the Champions League. You already know that's gonna be in DVD folklore. With 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 Hoiberg, oh my god, we're fucking shit. When we saw about one, yay! Forget all of that, man. Forget all of that. And I mean that hundred percent disrespectfully to them spud twats. So yeah, man, it is what it is. Seven PM. I'm live again. We're watching Arsenal versus Zurich, folks. Sunday, eleven AM. We're watching Chelsea versus Arsenal. Bit of an unusual time to kick off a, a Premier League game, much less on a Sunday. But I at Yarabao an FA Cup victory, but fifth is it harsh if we sack him? Probably because he's because of what he's doing. But I mean, big up him for the cat Yarabao in the FA Cup. But myth, man. You need to be getting Champions League. Man said, did you top your Champions League group? Yeah, well, no, actually, we finished second to Benfica, PSG setting still. We ain't been in the Champions League for bloody how long. We probably both got the same amount of chance of winning it, fella. Participate in trophy. So what, managers happy to get in a reef? No money to buy drinks. No nice clothes on. No nice deodorant or, or, or aftershave on. Ain't got no game to chat to girl. You're just in the rave listening to music like an idiot. That's what you man are on. Bring it, mate. Shout Riley. Bring it, mate. If you could sign three realistic players for Arsenal, who would they be? Not a clue, man. I really wish I had a clue. I don't know. Kareem Adeniemi is all I know, man. Let's start the talk with that, man. Bro, last time your club was in the Champions League, you was a virgin. Riley, are you dick-watching? Pretty sure I wasn't, but are you dick-watching? I mean, your team does have a cop for an emblem, so who better to do that than you? But we're an all-inclusive platform, my guy, Riley. You know, crazy done there. You played yourself, man. Come on, you know I'm press-resistant, man. Man, get out of this quickly. Like, <laughs> hey, Riley, blood, you're brazy, fugazi, blood. Shout out to you, man. Fugazi, why for that? But anyways, all-inclusive platform. We welcome everyone. You're right, Marcel. I can't lie, Spurs and Stadium's wavy. I've been there. I can't even hate it. It's wavy still. I can't, I can't, I can't hate it. There's something you can't hate on. <laughs> oh man. Riley's my guy, man. You're gonna have to come again with our next one, man. That is you shot yourself in the foot. Probably Spurs fans are looking at you like, oh gee. Yeah, what's going on? He's on the Saliba thing. Saliba, I had to throw you under a bus still. There's no friends in this. Eddie Guerrero lifestyle. It's proper wavy, man. It puzzles me how Arsenal never win the cat. Yeah, about that's weird. Trust. <laughs> it's weird Saturday, in fact, bro. When you said that, I'm seeing Oberfemi Martins and Zigic and them man there in my head. And the numerous times Jogba was bullying the Arsenal babies. Crazy flashbacks. <laughs> Shout out to Lee, but if you know, you know. Well, I don't know about that, but if you know, you know, innit? Let's have one last spin of the Arsenal news. Come on, man. Link us with something. Bring a report saying Neymar wants to join our society, man. Lie to me, Google, please. Bellerin says he wants to sign Nudio at Barca. You do your thing, man. Keep stealing your Barca living. There's defo money laundering on your team. Defo inflating wages. Defo dodgy, dodgy companies in Panama and that. Fake names and all sorts. <laughs> Hella on goal, man. Well, I... I I remember just looking at the wall, like, but I remember actually praying, God, do you actually hate Arsenal? Like, when we lost to Birmingham, like, God, 
do you hate Arsenal? Because the way it collapsed, it's just, it's, you know, it's not even losing the final, it's just the way we lost that final. It's the way it happened. A bit like Barcelona, but Barcelona, I was proud of the journey, but participating stuff like that should be a movie. I was proud of how we got there um, to Paris. Um, the Chelsea ones, immune to it at one point because we're just getting sniped. Europa League, not even vexed that we lost to Chelsea, vexed at how can you, man, be in a European final and perform like that? Ridiculous. We have to defend our domestic cups this season. The Prem is a myth. Shout out to Scottish, man. Links with Mbappe. Bring that. Koscielny, cereal bottle. Bottling, bottled against Atletico. Bottled against Birmingham. You know, bottled against... What's that guy's name? Edir for Portugal. As soon as Koscielny don't go World Cup, they win. Koscielny used to be my guy, but you signed up for agendas when you left Arsenal on a snakey thing, disrespecting your soft you. But Shelly, what? I'm, God forgive me for ever saying this guy was good. A man said I took a hiatus from live games after that goal. But I, Mustafi against City. Oh my God, I completely forgot about that. I'll never forgive Mustafi for that. You know, Aguero racing through on goal, man, standing and looking at the linesman and the and the ref. Play to the whistle, my friend. Life is crazy. We was in the Champions League when Mustafi first joined. Was, I remember when Arsenal actually had a decent record with Mustafi in the team. Some man were running the Mustafi thing. Galas, I like Koscielny more than Galas. Galas, you just had no integrity. Koscielny just soft and a little, a little pum pum. Galas, you're just from a footballing terms. I've got nothing but hate for you. Like your relaxed hair, you wearing the number ten, you being the captain, the way you walked. Just the way your face looked, just didn't like nothing about Gallas. I hate the fact that Gallas was talking about Arsenal. He's a Jesse. You played for Arsenal, Chelsea, and 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 Spurs. You're a bizzle. We've been through the trenches, man. We've been through the trenches. Hopefully, we're still tiny, tiny, tiny in the trenches. But hopefully, we're making it out of the struggle soon. Word to young Scooter, man. Hopefully. But, but them times there, we was all right when Seagan was there, man. So he's a sideman. He's bald. He shit. He plays when no one's fit. Pascal Seagan. Shout out Santos. He did a drilling at Stamford Bridge. I like him. Scalacci, not really onto him because you knew he was rubbed. There's some man you can just look at. You, he looked like a supply teacher. You knew he was shit. Mustafi, he was he actually frauded it. We've had some terrible players, man. Terrible players, man. Gary Neville, blood on his hands, but the way he was gassing up the Mustafi transfer. I, I genuinely forgot that final against City. You know, until you lot mentioned, I genuinely forgot that would that ever happen. I wish no one opened their mouth now because. Yeah, it's not filled with any good memories, in it, people? Yeah, he was frauding up the place for Spurs. Spurs, Spurs, are, Spurs love the dirty Arsenal player, man. What? David Bentley, Lol, Gallas, Adebayo. But Adebayo was just full full time troll. He has a World Cup medal because because Royce got injured, and that shows you life ain't fair, bro. Messi ain't got one. Hopefully, Messi, Neymar, or someone brings that home. Saka, <coughs> hey, what? Anyways. Senderos, you know what? I've Senderos was rubbed, but I've seen Senderos put in work. I remember when we beat AC Milan when we had the white away shirt. I've seen Senderos match work. Senderos was, I'm never getting on to Senderos because I saw us rock up with you, Abue, and a couple of other duds at the burner bar and we won. So I leave you alone. Juru, you shouldn't ever have been here. And I blame you for pe people getting at Xhaka because you were saying he's a Swiss Perlo. Rubby. Of that stat DNA, whatever data stuff we was looking at for some players, guys with guys with must have been pocketing money. It was crazy. Shouts and no go for the FA Cup semi-final, but him, Shamak Park. I hated Bentner, and I've always hated this cringy stuff Arsenal do about Lord Bentner and all this foolishness. Like Bentner was so shit. Shamak, because he actually fraud Devon to think he was good. 
to be fair, Socrates was rugged, but he weren't horrible. He just, well, you're asking him to play out from the back. Like, Socrates and Louise, I allowed them a bit. Bro, I don't know who compared Mustafi and Van Dijk, though, but that, that, I, that's one thing I didn't do, boy. But she, yeah. maybe we, maybe some Arsenal fans, based on what happened, deserved everything that happened to them, innit? Crazy Lickstein you know, again, but I can't get vexed at these guys because you know their shit from the start. You can just look at some guys and you know their shit. You just know they're rubbish. Like, you just know some men are, are not the truth. Like, again, Tavares, I, I wouldn't say you're rubbish, but I just knew you was booky. Like, but we've been through it, you know. Bloody hell. Like, we've actually, Bishkoff and bloody hell, we've been through it. Bloody hell, Arsenal. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Tavares could be all right. He just got no brain. Marinda, Nexus hype. Vela, soft. Cup, cup done. Going through these names makes me realise that this club has put us through the trenches. But I don't want to reminisce about none of this. Bro, Denilson was shit as well. Denilson was mad shit. Like, I wavy celebration, but it's mad shit. Tavares is meaty. Love a bit of Tavares. Slander. It's crazy how much how my bread we lost. How much bread we lost. Dennis Suarez. Uh, he's all right. He's just soft. Like I wouldn't put him in with these guys. Like Asano. We there was a point we signed bare players and they never played like that. It was it Asano. Me they gassed up Miyachi. Zilalem was rubbed anyways from the start. Or Almunia. I can't be vexed out, you know, because you should have been done out here from 06. Lehman effed it all up, but from that final, you should have been done. And I mean, now it was. Wow. <laughs> hey, Thomas Icefield. Uh, yeah, but again, these are booky youngsters. You know, they're not levels. Like, I didn't really. It's, it's the ones where there's some optimism. Shout out Kim Carlstrom, though. Didn't he bag a penalty against Wigan? I have to respect his thing. Viviano. Nah, man. Tommy has to be 30, man. When I saw he was in Italy, that's that. He was always going to be good. But can't lie, you lot are putting a downer on this by making me reminisce, people. So on that note, we've been here for an hour and 42 minutes. Time has flown. First things first, I appreciate all you guys' support. Because Arsenal fan or not, you lot's talking points, enthusiasm, consistency and support for the channel. It's amazing, people. And pardon me, the great thing is, even, even Riley with um, dodgy comments there, but again, shout out to him. Uh, we're watching Arsenal versus Zurich at 7pm because we kick off at, kick off at 8. 11am on Sunday, we're watching Chelsea versus Arsenal. There's probably a bag of videos that have come online from myself as we speak and ones to come online, like even now. Where is it? Surely my football. Check out the, the playlist on my channel, people, whether it's the youth ones, the loan reports or the latest news ones. Uh, what's online? Arsenal's live. That hasn't premiered. I mean, I'm going to set this Eddie Ketia one to just do its thing now, really. Forget, forget all of this. Just do what you need to do. So, yeah, man. This was like therapy. It was like therapy, man. Arteta, don't let me down. You have to get Champions League this year. I don't want an agenda the way I want an agenda. I don't want to ask the question marks that I feel I have to ask of everybody connected to this club. So, as I said, first, second, third, fourth, please, please, Gaffer and the players. It's just, I've been real humble. I just want my Champions League. 
and a midfielder that I don't really want nothing. But on that note, though, you lot stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you lot soon. Like someone mentioned Pablo Marie and Cedric. Big up Pablo Marie for what happened to him, but meaty from the start. Cedric meaty, but yeah, on that note, William meaty, Bear Don's meat, Lacazette. He's not really with these man, but in the grand scheme of things, we bought someone for 52 million to talk about. Oh, it works hard, meaty, but hopefully, them things there are done. I'll see you lot soon for real this time. <laughs> People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. Against this right back, Charlie. Oh, oh. oh.